I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! A man that doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. Hi, welcome to Dad is Hell, the world's greatest dad podcast. I'm Jimmy. I'm Cuppy Cup. And I am Chuck. Uh, this is our second episode. Uh, I hope we have some return listeners. I hope we have some new ones. Uh, glad you guys could join us. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but over at my house, we are at, I, I'm going to call it DEFCON 2. Hmm. Uh, I have... I have sick baby, sick wife, and now sick me. This is, we're on lockdown. This is hunker down and survive time. Uh, I do have the video monitor up because I'm taking shift one. So if I just suddenly leave in the middle of this, uh, you'll know why. I'm going to go take my baby and I just drive around in circles for a while until she falls asleep again. That's perfect. The inmates are stirring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've got the video monitor up. It's going to be like the uh, alien movie when they're watching. It's getting closer. <laughs> I saw it move. <laughs> Do you have a, a family circle of nose Fridas going right now? <laughs> it's, it's like a, it's a nose Frida human caterpillar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it just goes in one nostril <laughs> and then out to the other person. <laughs> and it's really a question of can you breathe in one nostril and out the other one at the same time? I don't I really want to nose freedom myself, but I'm terrified. I think only John Popper is capable of doing that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we my critter uh, went to daycare for the first week. So, of course, she immediately came home sick. Because that's what kids do. They just have, there's just one disease on earth and children are just passing it from one another. Like until the end of time, it's just a Mobius strip of illness. Yeah. Trouncey's left the house like seven times since she's been born and, and she gets, <laughs> got sick all seven. <laughs> <laughs> Is Trouncey an inmate? <laughs> she was on house arrest the first 100 days of life. Uh, so she wasn't she wasn't sick at all during that stretch. All of her footy pajamas are bright orange and they've got a serial number on them. I, I think she did not build up some uh, immune system defenses during that 100 days. So now she's more susceptible to everything. OK, wait, she was on house. Your baby was on house arrest for 100 days from birth. There's an Asian persuasion in my household, and that is a uh, tried and true method for keeping your baby healthy and alive. Ah, Our neighbor uh, brought their child over to our house this week and uh, just for 10 minutes. But then the next day, that <laughs> child... So you had to put them through the clean room first? <laughs> that child was the next day in the hospital with a 106 degree fever. So uh, we were in hazmat suits sanitizing our entire home or did your kid do that to that other kid your kid has some like super bug that it can survive yeah, it's like this latent bug yeah that's on other children it's like an x-man power i know it, i felt pride when you said that which is probably not the reaction i should have had <laughs> damn right that's my kid <laughs> 
So let me ask you this. Is there a charming factor to your own child getting you sick, like some weird mm, family legacy? Like it's a it's a sign of affection almost that you've created this thing that can now get you sick. Well, you know, I I think there's something to that because we'll we'll get to our poop episode soon enough. But, you know, there's that moment where you're wiping up disgusting shit and you realize that it's not that big a deal to you. And you're like, oh, that's, you know, not something I would have guessed beforehand. And last night at like three in the morning, I'm trying to get my daughter to go to sleep and I'm just carrying her around the room and I laid her down and she did fall asleep. And uh, I went in the other room and I realized that my entire shoulder and upper chest were just covered in snot. <laughs> just like a fine glaze. And I, and I was like, you know, that doesn't bother me nearly as much as I thought it would. <laughs> By nine months, you it's almost impossible to repulse you anymore. Your threshold for disgust is, is so high now. It's true. Your your gross out factor switches. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little I'm a little OCD, so I'm I'm nervous about the fluids and the uh and just the general know, the, cleanliness of the household. Yeah, the viscosity and the toxicity of the things coming out of all orifices <laughs> at all hours of the day. I'm I'm a little concerned. <laughs> The the first time that uh, the poop is all over your bare hands, I think that will help you start to get over that. It's like a oh dear god! <laughs> really, the crash course is in the delivery room. Yeah, you make it through that. Correct. Yeah. Oh man! And it's up to you to decide. That's going to be a three episode series. I'm afraid. That's like the first time you level up, and you're like, okay, I've now gained being okay with that. <laughs> You'll want to be above the sheet, Jimmy. So FYI. Oh, God, hell yeah. I'm I'm revolted by the human body. I don't like any of it. <laughs> Jimmy's going to be above the sheet and down the hall in the waiting room of a different hospital. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah. On, on that note, Cub, did they make you wear anything in the delivery room? Uh, that's a really good question. I don't think so. Like I had, you know, OK, so back in the. 50s mm-hmm. you know when men were men uh the the father if he even went to the hospital at all just waited in the waiting room with a box of cigars and a bottle of scotch and everybody was smoking <laughs> in the hospital obviously Bliss. Uh, and then i saw a photo of my parents i think on when i was born and my dad was in the room but he was wearing like scrubs and the <laughs> hair thing and the face thing. Yeah. And I was thinking about it and I was wearing like a ratty t- t-shirt and shorts that I had been in for like 15 hours. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was in flip flops. I don't think I had anything special. Uh, maybe when I, when I held Trouncy, they made me wear gloves or something. You were probably I, wearing just a not fishing a shirt, weren't you? <laughs> Something pretty close to that. <laughs> you know, I know the medical community, people who work in medicine, it's really the uh, breeding ground of all comedy. Our, our funniest people come out of that profession. But shouldn't they really, like, if, if it were me, I would make some obnoxious scrubs that the father has to wear. So all the professionals are in their blues, you know, looking, looking slick, ready to... Uh, 
bring a child into the world. And then you put the dad in like magenta scrubs and then a dunce cap. And then he's just standing there in the room. And I think it would be, it would be fitting for all. And that way they just know who they're allowed to just elbow out of the way. You are the only person here who's not doing anything useful. Oh, Antonio Cromartie's back. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a locker at the hospital with his dunce cap in it. If you're a professor, you have your your gown that you wear to graduation and you've worn it 50 times. That's his hospital gown. But you do own your own. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm actually touring the uh, hospital on Saturday, so going to get the lowdown uh, lay of the land. It's like doing a walkthrough for a football team the Friday before uh, game day. This is where you get your game plan down. I don't remember anything from that, but I think it's for mom's comfort with the room more than anything because all you have to know is what floor to go to and you'll still get that wrong yeah so just ask somebody Mm. no matter what yeah the hospital we're going to is it's like bigger than the pentagon so (laughs) i don't know how you know if i'm just gonna leave the car running out in front of the place and then just you know sprint up there and um, (laughs) just park on top of a fire hydrant yeah (laughs) two lit cigarettes in your mouth Yes. So, Chuck, I want to I want to circle back to your household situation in present day. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk more about that. Who's the sickest and who's the least ill? Uh, I would say that what we're doing, it's like we're uh, we're running a relay here. Uh, No one is the more sick or the less sick. What we've done is staggered it to maximize our illness enjoyment. (laughs) Uh, so critter got sick first and she ain't out of the woods completely yet. So she's like my ghost of illness. They're both like my ghost of illness future. I'm just trying, I'm, I'm looking at it like this is how bad it's going to get. And this is how long it's going to last. Cause I'm on the tail end. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I got my, my mucus glaze on my shoulder last. So now I'm really getting ready to dive into the to the real meat of this i don't know if you can hear it in my voice it's not great yet but i, I from what i understand it's gonna get a lot worse hmm. yeah, i'm excited for that maybe next episode yeah maybe next episode from my deathbed <laughs> i prescribe whiskey dr jimmy <laughs> that's right my wife has a different tea for every grade of sickness uh so you know when you're just starting to get sick you drink the uh you know, special throat coat tea that protects your your throat from getting a sore throat as it advances. I'm sorry, the throat coat tea. <laughs> oh boy, are you just gonna? You were just gonna slip that in there like we knew what you were talking about. It's a beverage at Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I've been conditioned and not think that's funny. <laughs> yeah, Asians are pretty funny about their home remedies. <laughs> I can't. I don't even want to talk about the other teas. It's not worth. It's not worth it. No, no, no. <laughs> now I need to know. I, there, there's throat coat tea, which you still haven't described. But I guess we're all just gonna go on this journey with you and agree <laughs> on that, so we can move along. What are What are my other options? Say throat coating is not what I'm after. <laughs> there's sleepy time, which uh, okay. which comes That's... after throat coat naturally. 
Well, yeah, but when I go to the grocery store, I see a box that says sleepy time tea, but they most definitely do not have a box of tea that says throat coat on it. <laughs> that shit will get you thrown out of the Whole Foods. All right, so right. listeners, follow us on Twitter at dad as hell pod pod and i will post a photo of the throat coat tea to prove this is a real thing wait the box actually says throat coat on yes. it. yes jesus christ is it it's Come on, it's tragic folks. that i didn't pick up on that being funny before now right how can that possibly be true i don't know I'm... or it's tragic that that's the first thing chuck and i thought about yeah, d- don't assume that you're in the wrong here just because we're damaged. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. <clears throat> and after sleepy time tea, there's something called umaka tea, which is when you're really sick. This uh, actually has some medicinal qualities. Really? It has some medicinal qualities. Like if I go to the hospital, they're going to serve me, what was it, umaka tea? Yeah. Rather, rather than, you know... <laughs> antibiotics and morphine they're gonna say what you need is this tea <laughs> that's right they'll send you do the asians have a tea that delivers babies <laughs> <laughs> there's a there are a lot of baby related teas at whole foods i can do they have a tea that raises a child until it's about 18 years old <laughs> uh so do we want to talk about uh you know, the I guess the common term for it is Father's Day. I like to refer to it as Christmas in June. <laughs> is it? The, oh. the most holy of holidays. I'm sorry that your Christmases are so shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we'd be uh, remiss not to talk about Father's Day. Yeah, it was, uh, what was it, Sunday? Sunday. Yeah, so it was just a couple days ago. Uh, happy Father's Day to the other dads out there uh congratulations you made it another year uh everyone is you ha- you haven't killed anyone you're good you're doing all right that's right congrats on the sex <laughs> <laughs> congrats on the proof not the throat coat yeah. this time uh <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> they probably uh sell belated father's day cards at target I I've, I I sort of figure they're all belated. <laughs> Do any of them arrive? They on just time? never arrive. <laughs> yeah, there are there. What you do is you buy ten years worth of belated ones and send them all at once. Because <laughs> if there's anything I know about it that dads love, it's greeting cards with with a pre-written message by a stranger. Yeah, I think my dad would just prefer thinking that I forgot Father's Day than get a greeting card from me. (laughs) Uh, Chuck, you sounded like a a celebrant of Father's Day. So uh, did you have a a good one or you were sick? Well, I think what I'm I'm well, yeah, I was sick. It it, it is. I'm not kidding. It's been a train wreck over here. We're just we're living not even day to day. We're living hour to hour. Yeah. but no, what I'm trying to do is drum up a little bit of publicity here, trying to trying to put a new spin on Father's Day, you know, maybe maybe get it some of the respect it deserves. So if if it gets the respect it deserves, we're rebranding here. <laughs> we're rebranding. What would it look like? What what's a good Father's Day? Uh, well, just a little dang peace and quiet. Am I right? <laughs> 
<laughs> I know you're. <laughs> it sounds pretty nice to me. Yeah, I, was gonna, I know you got into your uh, your mocking voice, but that's exactly what I wanted. No, I I'm serious. The older I get, and my kid hasn't even arrived yet, my idea of a vacation right now would be sitting in a cold, dark room by myself. So professional podcaster. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on vacation right now, and it's despite you guys talking, it's it's pretty nice. <laughs> Just I like that that you're enjoying this despite us. <laughs> once the <laughs> once the call ends, it's bliss. No, I love you guys. So your idea of heaven is. Uh, silence in a dark room alone. <laughs> I mean, if I have a flat screen and, you know, some beverages and there's pizza delivery that I wouldn't frown upon that. But. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so uh, uh, I hate to break it to you, Jimmy, but uh, <laughs> that's over. You've got a little bundle of joy on it on the way. No, none of this happens, does it? You can still have the flat screen. You can't use it. Mm. Uh, no screen time. So mm. make sure to have that off. Uh, okay. The room's going to need to be lit because you don't want your child to grow up sad. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm fucking this up. Oh, wait. That's right. Cup lives in a cave. Yeah, it's so dark. <laughs> we Did we talk about that last week? Because you need to describe your home again. We have plantation shutters everywhere, which have never been opened. Uh, except by Trouncy, who loves to pull open the shutters. Uh, but when she because does, she's desperate to see the sun. Yeah, it's like a interview with a vampire when the when the rays of light start <laughs> seeping in, she starts to melt. No, she feels fine, but the two of you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. And you run over and close them real fast. <laughs> I'm projecting. I was I was pretending yeah. that she's Oops. averse to it, but it's me. Cup's skin is actually translucent. <laughs> you can see like his liver and kidneys. Yeah. <laughs> when my parents come to visit, they always comment on how, how dark it is in the house. And what they don't know is that I've turned up all the lighting for them. <laughs> and we have... I haven't seen a plantation shutter like this since Abe Lincoln, folks. <laughs> we have dimmer switches on every switch so that no light ever has to be at full brightness. Is your wife also on board with this? This is also where she's at. Yes, yes. She, uh, probably okay. the driver of this uh, of this bus of darkness. Mm. In my head now, y'all have transitioned more to like an Adams family <laughs> kind of genre. Mm -hmm. I'm, That's where you're at in my head now. I'm very fester like. It's popular on Pinterest and the and the mom blogs. Yeah, <laughs> Adams family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, raising your child in darkness in a cave. I'm trying to corner the uh, the goth parenting marketplace in terms of podcast sponsorships. Honestly, if you just took that and wrote a book describing exactly how you do it and branded it as the new parenting style, you could probably be a millionaire. Mm, it just needs a. You cute just name. have to get that thing. Well, and it just needs to get picked up by one random Yahoo on Facebook, and boom. Yeah, someone who's selling Plexus. <laughs> yeah, somebody who's selling spark <laughs> to you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we anytime we leave the house as a family, we're like we look like three moles that are have been exposed to the light. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 great, man. Yeah. Good, good job. I grew up on the internet <laughs> and in a bowling alley, which you know, bowling alleys are, are pretty dark places in in multiple senses. Mm. Yes, yes, they are. So yeah, Jimmy, you're gonna want uh, some some light for your child. 
unless you prescribe to the cuppy cup method of child rearing. Okay. Hershey and Trouncy oh, won't be having play dates. they're gonna have them where he's standing outside the door and she's standing inside the door (laughs) a little vitamin d for hershey (laughs) despite his irish blood oh yeah yeah well you gotta get out ahead of that thing man (laughs) i know we we can't send him to the pub right away we gotta get him a little bit of sunshine right and uh, the silence, you need to make sure that all of the toys that you own make some sort of music or noise. No. Uh, but even if they don't, it won't matter because they're just going to smash them together as hard as they can. Well, the smashing doesn't hmm. start until six months or so. Uh, so if you take the batteries out of everything, you can have a little <laughs> bit of peace before six months. That is that is a hundred percent a thing that we did. <laughs> yeah, we have we, we have no batteries. Full of batteries. Yep. <laughs> she doesn't need these noises yet. <laughs> this is all getting so sad with your child in the dark playing with toys that don't do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, just generally speaking, not not limited to this particular story. I hope social services never picks up on this podcast. <laughs> Well, at that point, we just claim uh, that these are fictional children. That's my plan. <laughs> Not that they were false stories. The Alex that, Jones that defense. The themselves. <laughs> yes. It's totally normal for three guys to do a podcast about their fictional kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's for entertainment purposes. The Father's Day uh, conversation, which we were <laughs> diverted from. <laughs> okay, so let's, uh, let's get down to brass tacks here, fellas. What did you guys get? Father's Day. Did you did you get anything for Father's Day, Jimmy? I know this is sort of your. Well, I mean, it's all of our first Father's Day, but yeah. So I'm in that uh, <laughs> that tricky spot of babies due in about six seven weeks, and um, we celebrated Mother's Day last month, and uh, uh, I just thought it'd be nice to you know treat my pregnant wife to uh, some donuts and things like that because. Uh, <laughs> And, yeah, uh, that's exactly the gift she was. That's not all I got her, but that was the one to, that uh, was the home run. Um, Jimmy, so Jimmy want, will you marry me? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I really wasn't expecting much. You know, it's like it's it's we have this kid. I guess we're kind of a mom and dad, but it's about to get a lot more real. Um, so next year will really be the first Father's Day, but. Um, and we were with my parents this weekend, actually, and this is going to be their first grandkid. So I got a couple gifts, one of which was, uh, you know, onesie for this baby. And it had all these markings. It was one of these ironic, um, you know, things that are funny for adults that you put on kids. And it was like head goes here, arm goes here, like instructions for a dad on how to dress a kid. And it was, and yeah, I know uproarious, like where's the sitcom laugh track on this? It followed the vein of ha ha, stupid men, such idiots. You say that um, until the first time that you try to put on one of these things and you're like, how the fuck does this work? There's snaps and buttons everywhere and none of them seem to pair off to one another. I don't understand. Somehow it gets harder. I'm going to be thrilled, thrilled for the owner's manual. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I love that old, uh, I mean, I think we've been doing it since 1986 comms of, ha ha, man, such idiots. Those guys who won the wars and built all the bridges, bunch of dumb asses. Um, <laughs> so receive that. And then good news, 
my uh, my old man and I were out just running some errands and we were at the at the feed supply store and he decided he wanted to buy some car hearts for uh, for my baby and love uh, it for for little Hershey on the way. <laughs> and so um, my old man decided to uh, pony up for two baby coveralls, overalls, car hearts. And uh, so I'm pumped. I mean, we're, we got to put this little boy to work. You know, the country is getting soft. <laughs> got to get the kid learning a trade and apprenticeship. Um, you know, it. Fuck all this, like learn a second language and, um, you know, expose them to violin and hey. all these, you know, mo- modern hey. age things. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I like Those where your head's away. at on that. I uh, Confession time. Uh, you know, that guy, that generic guy who uh, lives in Katy and he works in downtown Houston. And so for his commute, he needed to get a Ford F-150 King Ranch. Of course. You know, I'm still on the call. Because <laughs> he's, he's a cowboy, right? And he's he's a ranch hand, even though 99% of these miles are on the highway in the suburbs. I, hey, man, I, when you drunk drive on, onto the master community's green belt, it's helpful to have four-wheel drive. That's true. Well, I am i don't have that King Ranch F-150. My version of that is Carhartt clothing. <laughs> I yeah. heart that stuff. I'm sorry. I love it all. Oh, it's fantastic. It really does make you feel like a dude. It is like as soon as you put it on, you're like, I'm going to go bend iron with, with a flame. Yeah, I mean, like you're just ready for anything they, that could unfold that day. I mean, it, is there a war that needs to be won? Um, or am I going to be driving to the HEB and see somebody who has a calf that's stuck in the mud and they're yeah. going to need the help of a burly man to get it out? Well, when in reality, you're going to sit on your couch in air conditioning and we're in my car. Watch hearts. whatever your wife wants to watch. <laughs> and I'm going to watch the manliest HG. thing. Yep. That's good. You had a pretty killer Father's Day for not having any children, Jimmy. It really was nice. Yeah. yeah. That's strong. I mean, it's, uh, I, if, I must say, having a Father's Day without the screaming kid around is pretty ideal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, that's the Father's Day you'll be wishing for. Why haven't I been doing this for years? <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, I played golf with my dad and then we watched the U.S. Open because my dad is the most stereotypical um, 63 year old American man. Um, So (laughs) it's uh, overall a great day. Solid. We uh, printed for my dad a photo of him with Trouncy, which is, I expect, what we will get him every year. Uh, for the rest of his life. (laughs) They're already saying that about you too. Yeah, (laughs) that's probably true. So we, I was pretty excited. We were uh, going to a pig roast kind of in your neck of the woods, Jimmy, but they were having a a father's day pig roast at revival market in the Heights. Every part of that sentence checks out. (laughs) That's right. So we left and uh, started to head, head for the pig roast. And uh, my wife, asked me to to check uh, Revival Market's Twitter feed to make sure it was still happening. And uh, it was full. So they pre-sold tickets and it was all sold out. On the fly, we had to uh, come up with an alternative. So we ended up at City Center. Are you familiar with this? Oh, I know. 
I'm familiar. Yeah, so it's this yeah. kind of shopping restaurant mecca in in Houston. You know, pretty new. Uh, I believe it's a lifestyle center. <laughs> in a lifestyle center. There are apartments. There's a there's a Texas A&M professional MBA campus. So it's a it's a pretty huge place. Uh, so we went there. There's a Lululemon. Yeah, probably. And a, pot, and a pottery barn. Mm-hmm. If you need to know the clientele. So <laughs> so that's where we instead of this you know pig roast with uh, you know lots of good pulled pork and. Um, you know, whatever else they have at a pig roast beer, probably uh, we ended up going to paper source, uh, which I don't know if you're familiar with paper source, but they sell, oh, yeah. they sell decorative <laughs> paper and uh, stamps and, uh, you know, every other piece of bullshit craftery you can imagine. So, so the, the plan was to go eat roasted meats directly off the bone Mm -hmm. while standing around like a fire an open fire it was going to be a texan luau essentially a texan luau Mm -hmm. and instead you went to do arts and crafts like like really really ritzy arts and crafts (laughs) right specifically we were looking for decorations for trouncey's first birthday party which is still months away on on father's day (laughs) so i ended up they have like one little table in paper source that has gag gifts so i ended up like reading a book of the the hundred most interesting fart sounds or something while my wife and trouncey careened through the store looking for the the right ribbons and paper for the tea party that uh will be held later this year Everything about this episode that that is coming out of your mouth is making me sad. (laughs) Yeah. And then the sweet sales associate came up to you and said, I'd be happy to gift wrap your balls. It'll only be $79. (laughs) And uh, and I I really want to quickly get to the the gift that I received because it's it's practical. But um, I don't know if it has the level of sensitivity that I was expecting for a Father's Day gift on on my my first ever Father's Day, I received a product called Mask. Do you want to take a guess what Mask is? Is it a movie about a horribly disfigured man in the 80s and it has share in it? It's a premium bathroom spray. And it comes in a <laughs> little black spray bottle. Uh, it's it's poopery. <laughs> yes, it's exactly. I think their main competitor is truly called Poopery. Um, but it, yeah, yeah, we we have that. It, uh, but this is the masculine equivalent. It comes, you know, it has like woody scents and things like that. Mine was not as masculine. It was coconut lime. But the idea is that you you pre coat the toilet water with mask, and then it, you know, it's a throat coat. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> throat coat for the toilet uh, drain. Well, yeah, while we're on the manly thing bar. that was created by a gay man in Chelsea, <laughs> while we're on this sidebar, I have to ask, do these products actually work? I so I've used it thrice. I've had three poops since Father's Day, <laughs> and uh, I think it's making a difference. I'll be perfectly honest. That was entirely too much information. <laughs> no. So, Chuck, here's do you like the smell? What do you prefer? Shit, shit, or flowery shit? Those are your two choices. It's coconut lime, Jimmy. There's no flowers involved. <laughs> coconut lime oh. shit. Mm. Not I, appetizing. Mm-hmm. What, I like, is it a pina colada of shit? 
What I want it to smell like is like my dog uh, jumped up on the table and ate a fruit salad and then went to the backyard and ate three of its own turds Mm. and then vomited on my carpet. Yeah, that's yeah, they have that smell. That's pretty accurate. Okay, they have that one. Yeah. Okay, cool. But in in fairness to my wife, uh, I received a really good uh, expensive Christmas gift this year and we agreed that that was kind of covering all of my holidays until until next christmas so so that's why i'm getting mask for uh which seems like more of a mother's day gift right because i, I kind of like the way my yeah. own poop smells yeah that's <laughs> definitely one of those gifts you give and knowing it's for yourself it's like giving some uh-huh. giving your spouse a gym membership yeah, she's like, here, you can use this. <laughs> yeah, it's like when I gave my wife the Roadhouse Director's Cut DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch a movie together. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, let's put it in. Yeah, that. Yeah, it came unwrapped right. in a bottle of scotch. She just, she just looked directly into Cup's eyes and said, "Your daughter and I are dying. You need to use this." <laughs> it's, and the and the queries began immediately. Have you tried it? Yeah, is it working? <laughs> is it yeah. working? Can I go upstairs? Well, you tell me. <laughs> As they muffle their pleas through their hazmat suits. <laughs> Could you imagine just living in in our really dark house and then suddenly uh, I'm not even I'm, oh, I'm not going to be more illustrative. I'm by the way, I'm never coming over to your house. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to have to miss the uh the uh the tea party? birthday open house. So Critter and I uh look alike. I mean, obviously you know, she looks like me, but I mean, she really, really, really looks like me uh, to the point where everyone says it all the time. Uh, and it makes me feel bad because they always say it to my wife. Uh, and I do feel bad about that. But it is I mean, it's plain as day. So uh, she got me a, a, a T-shirt that has two keyboard keys it's control c and then she got critter a onesie that says control v (laughs) copy paste so a halloween costume oh man i like it (laughs) i like it god that's layered in so much nerd (laughs) it's which is why it's perfect (laughs) uh yeah and then also we did uh she set up a little sort of finger painting session with me and Critter. Uh, so we finger painted the mat for a uh, photograph of the two of us. Oh, yes. This is the heartwarming part of the episode. Yeah, I was uh, part of me is thinking <laughs> that's so adorable. And the other parts thinking that Father's Day is a complete sham. <laughs> <laughs> it's on par. It's yeah. It's a, I mean, I was mean, this Critter's birthday or your day? I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, time away from Critter is Father's Day, in my mind. Yeah, like it shouldn't just be leave Dad the hell alone day. So, well, okay, uh, Cop. I think I'm coming from maybe a different direction from you because we've confirmed you work like four hours a week, right? Yeah, yeah, four four, four to ten. It, it's heavy sometimes <laughs> my uh my work schedule 
mixed with critters sleeping schedule means I see her for like an hour a day. Okay. So I'm actually into the like wanting to that was what I wanted to do. You're a good dad, Charles. <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be that guy. But, you know. Yeah. But you are good. What I'm dad. trying to say is I'm better than you. No. <laughs> I get my eight hours of Chauncey in a day, and I think that's good. I'm good with that. I don't need extra special I, I trips. I can see how you're you're more like uh, looking for a prison break. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Jimmy, will, Jimmy will be in this world before we know it, and then he can be the tiebreaker. He's. I think he's going to end up more on my end, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big softy. I'm a baby. Well, and you got you got your nine to five. You're you're punching in the clock. Yep, I'm a company man, a slave to the grind. <laughs> Got it. Hey, that that cubicle ain't gonna sit there and be beige all by itself, buddy. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, do you guys have pictures of your baby up at your desk? Uh, I have. That's my rotating background on my desktop of my computer. That's nice. Yeah, some people say, and this is probably a top. An entire topic for another episode, but a lot of people say one of the best things to happen for a man in in terms of his career, like a kick in the ass, is having a kid. Because all of a sudden, like almost organically, it's like you have to provide for something. It's not even like a conscious decision that is made. So I'm wondering, does that help if you have oh, the uh, cost center that is your child plastered near where you uh, you know you hammer a check every day? I, th- I think it helps motivation wise, but as far as actually kicking your career in the pants, I find that the the real power move there is to put up pictures of your coworkers' children. <laughs> just as mm. not, it's not a threat. J- you're just saying. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think that was dad as hell. Episode two. Uh, make. <laughs> Make sure that you uh, subscribe, like us, leave a positive review, give us a five-star rating. We're trying to expand our audience so that sponsors like Mask Premium Bathroom Spray will be enticed to uh, to join yes. us in our, our podcasting uh, enterprise here. And you can follow us. If you us. guys want to talk with us, yeah, uh, get at us. Uh, we are at Dad is Hell Pod. Is that right? That's right. On both Twitter and Facebook, that's our that's our handle. And or or hashtag Dad is Hell. You know, mm. talk to us. Uh, we're gonna help you get through this thing. Is what we're saying. That's right. And individually, it's at Jimmy Guards, uh, G A R D S at Chuck G B H and at Cuppy Cup. Thanks, y'all. Well, yeah, thanks for listening again. Uh, I'm Chuck. I'm Cuppy Cup. I'm Jimmy. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs>